Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Aquarius season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 Extended Year Ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead. These annual readings are epic offerings and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now, and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others, Or, if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my foundations course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries season equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of Embodied Astrology's offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all season-ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog and our audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you'd like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave us a great review. You can follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now, on to your Aquarius season horoscope. All right, Aquarius season for Geminis feels really exciting. So as I talked about in the Capricorn season overview, The sun meets up with Pluto for the very last time for a long time, a couple of centuries, on January 20th. And just hours after that, the sun and Pluto both ingress Aquarius. Aquarius is your fellow air sign. It holds your solar ninth house. In the ninth house, we want to seek something. Questing, seeking, and journeying are big key words for the ninth house. Meaning making. What kind of meaning can you make out of a situation? You can make a lot more meaning out of something the more information that you get. The bigger your perspective is, the broader your expanse can be. And over the next 20 years, until 2042... Pluto will transit Aquarius. Um, We will have a dip back into Capricorn, uh, September through November of 2024. But for the most part, we are now in a new chapter. 
Aquarius is the sign of the future. It is the sign of the humanitarian and it's the sign of the people. The uh, themes of Aquarius resonate with the many, also with intelligence and technology and science. There are a lot of themes in Aquarius that have to do with systems, systems thinking, systems design, and uh, how many components can work together for some kind of effective and functional whole. In our bodies, Aquarius resonates with connective tissues and your nervous system as a whole, uh, including the parts of your nervous system that extend out beyond your body. Um, Aquarius resonates with your ankles. Uh, they're very adaptable joints. They can move in many different directions and they are they need to be adaptable um, so that our feet can spread. And so there is a kind of adaptability that is inherent inside of Aquarius, even though it is a fixed sign. Um, but the adaptability comes from having a lot of information and being able to access many different points of view. Um, some high vibration Aquarius kind of ideals, if we think about the Aquarian age, are really about uh, diversity and biodiversity. Um, the first degree of Aquarius is a degree point that has been really remarkably stimulated uh, over the last couple of years. In 2021, we had a conjunction there of Jupiter and Saturn. And the Jupiter and Saturn conjunctions happen once every 20 years. And because of their synodic cycles, so their cycles around the sun, their different planetary speeds, um, these once every 20 year meetings will occur in signs of the same element for about 200 years. Um, right at the end or beginning of a new cycle, there might be a wobble uh, to another element, but over the course of the next 200 years or so, uh, since their meeting in 2021, Jupiter and Saturn will align every 20 years in the air signs. And the meeting in 2021 was right at this first degree of Aquarius. Uh, some astrologers call this period of time the Great Mutation, which I really like as a um, band name or something like that. And the themes that resonate with this um, symbol have to do with building new societal structures and uh, alliances, allyships being built between groups of people who hold value systems that maybe don't have to be absolutely the same, but similar enough that collaboration can happen between them. Um, these new societal structures are also forming as technology is innovating. And 2024 is sure to be a really exciting and interesting year when it comes to science and technology, um, artificial intelligence, right? Traveling into space, uh, the work that people are doing with uh, psychedelics and psychotherapy, um, communications technologies, unfortunately, a lot of military technologies. Um, there is a lot of rapid growth right now. And many Geminis are involved with innovating. And this place in your chart, the ninth house, has a lot to do with innovation, especially with Aquarius there, because there's a feeling uh, in this place of seeking, 
right? So this idea of looking for answers, trying things out, being experimental, and seeing what can happen when we fill in the blank, fuck around and find out. Now for you, this placement of Pluto coming into your ninth house um, also really brings to the table the potential power of wisdom and uh, power to do good or ill, right? To harm or to heal. And over the course of the next 20 years, um, many of you will have the opportunity to experience the misuse of power through the vehicles of wisdom, intelligence, uh, innovation, science, ideas, and also the ways that people group together and how societies are formed. How societies are formed often have a lot to do with ideas, uh, with stories, with dominant narratives, and with technology and with resources, etc. And when I say that you're going to have the opportunity to experience the misuse of power, um, you and everybody else, because this is a collective transit of Pluto through Aquarius, but you, I think in a lot of ways, um, are going to, I, the, the phrase that's coming up for me is that there is a more access that Gemini has to take this personally. And so that could mean a lot of things. Um, on the one hand, some of you are in positions where you are a conduit of information for others. You might be a teacher, you might be a scientist, you might be an innovator, you might be an astrologer. You could be somebody who is channeling something and the information that you are bringing forward then inspires other people to seek, right? To open up, to embrace ideas, to follow like whatever the innovation is. Power is corruptive. Some people are able to work very skillfully with power. And the people who can work the most skillfully with power are people who have a lot of practices generally to stay in their bodies, to stay humble, to stay connected to the earth, to be relational. Um, and they understand that power is not theirs to own but they are a conduit or a vessel or channel for power. When power becomes something that we get attached to, when we think that it's ours, uh, when we get hung up on our ideas about what we're going to do with it, um, it can become very destructive and there can be a misuse or abuse of power. Misuse of power can also happen when we don't engage our power, right? Like, a misuse of power that, um, let's say, the general American public has with its buying power, right, is a is a oftentimes a misuse of our own collective power, right? That collectively, if we took the time and put the labor in, let's say, to uh, have publicly owned utilities. Um, that would be a huge resource. Everybody would benefit. But misuse of power happens uh, in the underuse or lack of use of power, I should say, uh, can happen sometimes when it's like, oh, 
I don't know how to do that. I feel lazy. I feel scared. I feel blocked for some reason. I feel thwarted. I'm not even going to try. Over the next 20 years, there will be opportunities for Gemini identified people to use power, your own power, the power of collective energy, the power of technology, the power of energy. Uh, a lot of you are going to have access to some kind of power and how you use it will be a test and an opportunity for transformation for you. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 Year Ahead reading now. My Year Ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's Year Ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. Sometimes you're going to misuse your power. Sometimes you're going to miss the boat. You won't pick it up because you're scared, because you're lazy, because you're tired, because you feel thwarted, because you're overwhelmed. And then you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to feel the feelings of, fuck, I missed that. I didn't use my power and I could have. And maybe in that there's shame, maybe there's remorse, maybe there's harm that happened. You're going to have to deal with that. Some of you will have opportunities, I'm going to say probably all of you, will have opportunities to abuse power. You're going to have some kind of power and just like anybody out there, you're going to have your ego get involved and you're going to be like, ooh, I got so much power, you know, and then you're going to want to use it and it's going to come from a place in you that maybe isn't 100% enlightened and conscious and there's some control trip there, there's some kind of egotistical attachment, I don't know what it is, and you're going to feel it afterwards. You're going to feel like, wow, <laughs> where did that come from? And it might really affect things, you know, it could affect your mental state. It could affect your, your psyche. See people in the world who grossly abuse their power and those people are often clearly terrified. They know the harm that they're doing on some level and that often perpetuates abuse of power. So this is shadow work. This is shadow terrain when it comes to the power of your intelligence and the power of your influence. Any of you who are in positions of teaching, of publishing, of broadcasting, of spreading and disseminating information in some way, you are now on a 20-year curriculum of power with that information that you are sharing and teaching and leading with. Any of you that are in roles of advisors, spiritual advisors, therapeutic advisors, coaches, counselors, uh, etc., Judges, okay, this is uh, a place in your chart that really resonates with those kinds of seats of power where you have access and influence. 
how are you going to use your power? Aquarius is the sign of the many and the groups. Aquarius in your ninth house uh, speaks to me about Gemini being a sensibility and a consciousness that really learns from a lot of different sources. And it is so important that you continue to learn from a lot of different sources. It is essential that you fact check. It is really important that you get multiple points of view, that you practice attuning yourself with curiosity towards the emotional experience of other people and yourself. Um, this is a very powerful transit. I'm sure I'm going to be talking at you a lot for a long time about it. So I'll leave that bit there, but let's, let's talk a little bit more about Aquarius season. We have a full moon in Leo on January 25th, and this full moon lights up a part of your chart that is going to get lit up again at the end of the year. Um, this is also a part of your chart that got activated um, in 2023 uh, between July and September with Venus's retrograde in Leo. Um, Leo rules your solar third house. This is a space of communication. The day after the full moon, we have Uranus stationing direct in Taurus in your 12th house. Uh, Leo and Taurus have an important relationship with one another. And the feeling that I'm getting for you around this time is uh, clarity coming through in the communicative faculties. And some of you might feel just a little bit unhinged. Like there could be a feeling of just like, fuck it, I'm going to sing it, I'm going to be out with it, you know, and there, there you go. Um, a couple of days later, or I guess this is all sequential, so on the 25th we have the full moon, on the 26th you're in a stations direct, on the 27th we've got some big aspects, uh, Mercury conjunct Mars in Capricorn, squaring the nodal axis, and then on January 28th, uh, Mercury will trine Uranus as Venus trines Jupiter. So a lot of conversation between Earth and fire happening right now. And my feeling in general is this is a very stimulating, motivating time for you. And when I was saying in the, uh, the beginning of, I think, the Capricorn season overview, um, be intentional about taking time off because you're preparing for something. This, there's some kind of, you know, this is what you've been preparing for, especially as we get into February. Uh, Mercury enters Aquarius on February 4th, Mars on February 12th, then Venus on the 16th, and immediately they all conjoin Pluto, then they square Jupiter, then they square Uranus. So we have a lot of um, forward momentum in your chart. We have a lot of feelings of letting psychic baggage go. For some of you, we also have you feeling quite affected by your psyche, and this could be um, a, a, a point where it's important to use that somatic tool that I gave you in the 2024 overview. Connect with the space in front of your sacrum, right? In your lower chakras, right at the base of your spine, and breathe into your back body. And Remember that you have the power right now to calm yourself and to center yourself to some extent. You have a lot of power flowing through you in Aquarius season. 
you want to affect a lot of things, it feels like big ideas are opening up and a lot of you are thinking about what is possible. What is possible is what is sustainable. And what is sustainable has to be tested. And what will test you in the coming years is different than what has tested you. You are in untested, uncharted territory right now. So I would suggest that you move with as much conscientiousness as possible and that you regularly and frequently tune in with your body state and your energetic state and regulate yourself. Regulate yourself. And the more regulated you are, the sharper and the clearer your perception becomes. And when you are clear in your perception, you can do a lot. You have an immense amount of power. There's a new moon on um, February 9th. This is a new moon in Aquarius. This is a very powerful new moon for you to set intentions for the future. It is a very powerful new moon for you to set intentions for your own intelligence, your growth, and your learning. And remember that there is so much that you don't know, and there is so much that you won't know. Call in the intelligence and the awareness that is most effective and helpful for you right now. And remember that no amount of intelligence and awareness, if it is not grounded, right, it, it will not have the same kind of power. Like an electrical circuit needs to ground to earth. Breathe into the front of your sacrum. Breathe into the space behind you. Use your mind to relax your brain in Aquarius season because there's a lot that's happening in your neural circuitry right now. Your brain is actually changing remarkably. And when you regulate yourself, when you stabilize yourself, I think you can consciously change your brain. You can decide where you're going to focus. When you decide where you're going to focus, you really shift your emotional, physiological experience. You have access to your own power in very different ways. This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead.